It's your brother, Brian O.B. here, and I'm on Centers the Saints with my bro, Change. And tune in, because you about to hear my testimony. We about to go in. Let's go. All glory to God. Hey, Minister Change. Brother Al, at your service. Oh, God. From Center to Saints, this podcast the truth. You is or you ain't. Let's break down the facts. It's Minister Change. Minister Change. Center to Saints. This podcast the truth. You whistle, you ain't. Let's break down the facts. It's minister change. It's minister change. Center the science. This podcast the truth. You whistle, you ain't. Let's break down the facts. It's minister change. You know where we at. You know where we at. My name is Quantre. I'm 11 years old, and I want everyone to accept Jesus into their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Podcast, Sinners to Saints. Life is a testimony, but God is good all the time. Be thankful for today. Let tomorrow take care of itself. Amen, amen, amen. i like to welcome my guest, Brian O.B., to the podcast, Sinners to saints. Blessings, 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 blessings. How is your spirit, man, feeling today, man of God? Bless you, man of God. My spirit, man, is charged up and stirred and energized by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I'm excited. Amen, 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 brother. That's most definitely, brother. I I, I can feel the spirit. I can feel the spirit. I can feel the spirit. So I'm going to start off, man. Tell the people, man, where are you from? Where was you raised at, brother? I'm from East Cleveland, Ohio, literally right in the heart of East Cleveland, Shaw and Hayden. Um, went to Chambers Elementary, Kirk Middle School, Shaw High School, class of 95, um, right in the center of East Cleveland where um, East Cleveland is really a small place but a big place. But um, genuinely, East Cleveland is, you know, one big family. And so I was blessed by God to grow up um, in the heart, you know, right in between Cleveland Heights and the St. Clair area. Sits right in the middle. They call it EC, and that's where I'm from. Amen, amen, brother. Okay, okay, from Cleveland, Cleveland. So I mean, I'm, I'm, you, I probably already know what fans you is, but I'm just gonna see, man. Are you a Bengals or a Browns fan? Oh, you already know, man. Listen, man, <laughs> the cardiac kids, man. I've been a Cleveland Browns fan okay. as far back as I can remember. Probably like when I was like five years old, all the way back to Brian Stipe. Okay, <laughs> I kind of figured that, but I, I like I like I like to ask that question just to throw that in there, brother. Yeah, most definitely, most yeah. definitely. So, brother, do do you have a favorite Bible scripture, brother, that you like to go to, man, in a time of need? Absolutely. Um, it was actually one of the first scriptures that the Lord spoke to me, um, the Holy Spirit, and this is one of my testimonies as well. Um, oh, one night, I one night I was asleep, and in this particular time, this season of my life, I was just work, church, home, work, church, home, work, church, home. But when I came home, as I do now, Amen. I dedicated 
a specific amount of time to God before I went to bed. Um, and so I went to sleep kind of early and I woke up in the middle of the night, maybe two or three in the morning. Amen. And it was as if somebody, and it was as, it was as if somebody woke me up. I didn't feel a touch or something, but I just sat straight up. Like, okay. like I knew somebody was in the room. You knew that present was and, there. I felt that presence. Yes, yeah. sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And so I just sat up on the edge of the bed and was quiet for a minute. You know how you do when you wake up in the yeah, middle of the yeah, night. Most and all of us, all of a sudden, I, I felt this breeze, like this wind just come, man. Like literally, I don't know where it came from, but it's like it came out of nowhere. And along with that breeze, along with that wind, I heard the whisper of the Holy Spirit say Psalms 4610, Psalms 4610, Psalms. 4610, and then it was like that breeze blew right past me and left the room. Now, yeah. at that particular time in my life, I would consider myself to be a baby saint. I really didn't know the scripture like that, so I opened it up, and it said, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted. In and I said, oh, my. I'm talking about that changed my life Amen. and took my faith to a whole nother level just to know that God had me on his mind and that was a divine visitation that mm. gave me revelation wow. of how important little old me was to him. Amen. And from that very moment, from that very moment, he began to reveal himself to me in so many different ways. Brother, when I tell you I got stories, we Amen. don't have enough time. <laughs> Hey man, look, hey brother, we got look, look, we're gonna get to that testimony moment, and then look, brother, you gonna you gonna spill it out there. (laughs) We're gonna put it out there because somebody is gonna be saved by your testimony. I can already uh, feel it in your spirit, brother. Amen. Most definitely. Hey brother, if someone was to ask you about your character, how would you define yourself? Um. Okay, so. My spirit being filled with God, who I'm led by every day, I try to live in the fruits of the spirit. Love, peace, joy, you know, gentleness, meekness, self-control. Now, now watch this, though. Okay. I'm constantly, constantly challenged in those areas. Because anytime you make a move to stay in fellowship with God, Amen. you already know oh, yeah. the enemy wants to come and send distractions to get you off course and get you to break fellowship with God. That's why I think it's Hebrews. Uh, I don't want to mess it up, but it's yeah, in the yeah. book of Hebrews. Yeah, yeah. Turn, your, turn your head from distraction in the Amplified classic version. Turn your head from distraction. Um, and 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 focus on Christ Jesus. Amen. So I try to live from His Spirit and my inner man. Amen. But I'm not a religious person where I walk around quoting the Bible scripture all day. Because let me tell you what I've learned. Yes, if so. I live my life like that, now I had the word in my heart, like David said. Amen. But that don't mean that I walk around quoting it all day because what will happen is if I do that, I run people away. Amen. Amen. And so what I want to do 
is be able to have fellowship with God and fellowship with certain people that he's put in my life specifically for me to strengthen, encourage, and comfort them to build and edify them up. That's why I try to live out of my spirit. My pastor, Chief Apostle Joseph Prude, he teaches us to keep your mouth tied to your spirit. Man. Make sure Ooh, that's good. what you're saying is from God in you, your spirit man, not your natural man. Ooh. And all day, let your conversation be seasoned with salt. Have that grace on your conversation. And you never Amen. know how you can impact somebody's life by just speaking a word of encouragement to them from releasing what's in your spirit where he lives. Amen, brother. Amen. Most definitely, brother, that is the truth because the next man's testimony could be somebody else's lifesaver. You know, your testimony could save my life. We in life, man, we go through um we go through revelations and we go through situations. Like I tell yeah. people all the time, I would rather learn from somebody else's revelation before me going through the situation. But sometimes some people just have to go through the situation and then God allowed him to recover and come out of him and be a better person, brother. Amen, amen, yeah. amen. Hey, brother, if you had to create a list of morals and values, what would be your top three things? Walk in love, number okay. one. Walking, okay. That's good. We know what the scripture says about love. Amen. Most definitely. Um, forgiveness. Most definitely. Number two. Most definitely. Forgive people. We know what the scriptures say about that. If we don't forgive people, God won't forgive us. Most definitely. Um, Most definitely. And number three, this is very important. Okay. And I, I really believe this is going to help somebody because we live in a, a evil world where it's kind of brutal in the world and in the streets right now. I think that's why the spirit of, of murder is the way it is now due to the lack of love, the lack of the lack of forgiveness, and this last one. And the scripture says, do not return evil for evil. Amen. He said, vengeance is mine, thus saith the Lord, I will repay. But if we don't have these two things, love and forgiveness, before that, then rage will raise up, rise up on the inside of that person when they feel like, you know, because we as human beings feel like we got to get the last word or I'm going to get them back. I'm going to pay him back. I'm going to pay her back. I'm not going to let him or her get away with what they did to me. That was wrong. What Amen. about me? I'm hurt. What True. about my stuff? Whatever may have happened. So to answer your question in its fullness, love being number one, two, forgiveness, three, don't return evil for evil. Let God deal with the situation. Forgive them and love them. Now, watch this. We just broke down one, two, three, mm -hmm. but it really came back three, three, two, one. Amen. 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 Most definitely, bro. So love. Yeah, most definitely. Bro. Love. You put that down. Most definitely. You did. I no, agree. No, no. I, I was just sitting here thinking about that, and I'm like, wait a minute. But they like, all, yeah, the it's Lord good. Gave it to me like that, but then reversed it from the top to the bottom and then from the bottom to the top, meaning that I really believe he's saying like, that's how we ought to take it Amen. and apply it in our lives from the attic to the basement 
from the basement to the attic in every room of our house being meaning Amen. my mind, my heart, my spirit, my body, my soul. If we allow those three things right there to just flow through us like the blood that's in our veins, I think that'll change the nation. Man, most definitely, brother. I agree with you, man. 100%. 100%, brother. That word right there was good. It's touching it. I guarantee you somebody's getting blessed from this interview, brother. Most definitely. Hey, brother. Now, Amen. coming up here, man, this is the the, the, the the testimony moment right here, brother. What life mm -hmm. event, man, made you think, I can't do this alone, man. I need God. What made you say, I need to go from sinner to saint? Wow. Testimony moment. This is uh um, It's your testimony moment, brother. You got a your testimony moment when you said I just had enough. I can't do it no more. I need God. This has happened in my life. And I just need to trans I just need to turn away from my sins and accept the Lord Jesus into my life to be the greatest that I can be or follow whatever path that God has for me. Amen. Well, there was a series of things. I'll give you the short version. Okay. 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 So, 17 years, 17 years old, going to Shaw High School, I was getting, uh, I was not the best basketball player. We had some giants <clears throat> in uh, 1991, two, three, four, five, um, in, in uh, East Cleveland at uh, Shaw High School. But I was on one of the greatest teams uh, to ever, you know, grab that basketball in our particular area, but I was getting letters in the ninth grade from Ohio University, um, Xavier, Akron University, and what they were saying to me is that we got our eye on you, keep your grades up, and you know that maybe, you know, sometime down the line, we might be able to see if we can get you a small scholarship to get you to come to college. Okay. So all in the same timing between ninth grade and 11th grade, everything was fine at first, man, and then the enemy began to connect me with people. See, the devil is a copycat. He's not the originator of nothing. So he watched how God moved, and he tried to copy it and move the same way. Amen. But with different motives. So when God doing something, he used people to get it done. Amen. When the enemy trying to destroy, when the enemy trying to destroy you, he gonna use you against you and people to come into your life to help that process. Amen. Oh my God, hey, brother Preet, so, come on, run it. Good stuff. <laughs> That's the truth. Come on, brother. Come on with it. Run Hallelujah. It. Amen. Amen. So, brother, run it. So, long story short, for this, I mean, I I literally have fifteen stories going in my movie, The Road to Destiny, going in my book, The Road okay. to Destiny. It's an autobi autobiography. I'm going to tell all this. I'm putting it all out there. So. I met this girl through this guy who I had no business hanging around. Okay. I already knew he was, he was, he was, uh, not a good influence for me, you know, going in the right direction with my future being bright. Um, and, and, uh, met this girl when my, I introduced her to my mother. When my mother looked her in the eyes, my mother looked at me and said, leave that girl alone. She is a bad risk. B A D R I S K. Mother's She's a bad risk. Risk. Mother's knows best. <laughs> he looked and prophesied to me what thus said the Lord to my life, and I ignored it because I was young and I thought I was in love. 
Mm. And um, so I moved out of my mother's house and moved in her house with her mother, her sisters, their boyfriends. Mm. It was an apartment building. I'm, 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 listen, whenever I get excited, I start stuttering. So you know where I'm no, at. Come on, come on, come on, brother. Look, I want to hear it. Come on, come on with that story, brother. Come on. We blessing no, somebody. Come no. on with it, brother. Bring it. <laughs> so I, I, I moved in with her, called myself being in love, stopped going to school, stopped coming home. My whole life was over there with her and her family. So come to find out, she wanted me out, but I didn't want to leave. So I kept staying. So she stopped coming home. So come to find out, she messing with this other guy. She moved in with him. But I'm still sleeping in her room. Mm. 17 years old. Okay. So instead of me, I finally went home. But let me backtrack a little bit because before we got to that uh, place, I had got her a job cleaning offices with me. Um you know, making a little bit of money part time, yeah, but we were together. But for some reason, I stopped seeing her. I didn't know if they switched her shift or whatever, whatnot. So I wind up leaving out of that house, going back home. About a month or so later, I got a phone call. Hey, you still work at that um, office building over there? I said, Yeah. She said, Well, why don't you come pick me up? I need a ride to work. I said, I'm on my way. You know, I want to see you anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I'm over there now. Now, now paint this picture. This big apartment building. Okay. All of this is on the. Front. On the, the first floor. Her mother okay. stays in the right, the right door. Just say apartment number one. Okay. Her sister stay, stays in the other door. Just say apartment number two. Apartment but number in two. the back of both of those apartments, there's apartment number three. Her other sister stay back there. Now, like a circle of apartments, they all of them keep their doors open all day because the kids and the aunties and all of them constantly running in and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I go into the building. I opened up the door. It was the right door. I didn't know which apartment she was in. I, I went in there. She's sitting on some guy's lap. I'm like, okay. Wow. I said, I thought you needed, I thought you needed a ride to work. He like, no, nah, she don't need no ride no more. I'm like, hey, mm. ooh, I don't be over here no, like that no way no more. So I yeah, walk yeah, out yeah, the yeah. door. When I shut the door, I hear. Mm. Now, I'm young, but I'm from the hood. Yeah, yeah. Your I grew up around gang. Yeah, you, now listen, your alertness, your, your alertness, violence. come on. That's right. Yeah. I grew up around gang violence, but I never joined the gang. Amen. So I knew I knew a few things, but I wasn't as deep as some of the brothers that I, you know, knew to be, you know, deep in the street. So, man, Affiliate. I knew what yeah. that sound was. Yeah. And it was like, whoa. And instantly, I would say this is my first encounter with God. Because wow. something said to me, don't go to your car. Go in her mother's apartment next door. I listened to that instinct. I listened to what I heard in my spirit at 17 years old. Amen. So I open that door. I go in there. I shut the door. I lock it. Something tell me, go to the window. I'm really confused because I don't understand what's going on. Amen. I Amen. hear him. I hear him come out of the apartment next door, go down the stairs. I'm in the window watching him. I had a 1979 orange Mustang with limousine tinted dark windows on it. You could not see in it. He okay. sat in his car for about five minutes. Wow. He circled, he circled the block three times. On the third time, he let his driver window down and shot my car up in broad daylight, tried to kill me. 
Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Thought I was sitting in the car. But why did it take me years to ask myself this question? How did he know that was your car when he don't know you or know nothing about you? Hmm. We know the answer to that, but yeah, most definitely. She tried to set me up. Most definitely. So, <laughs> most she, definitely. She was a puppet. She was a puppet. But what she don't know happened was I just had my first encounter with the Lord who had his hand on my life at 17 years old, and I had no idea Amen. how many more times after that he would save my life and spare my life. Amen. From what the brother. enemy what the enemy had planned for me at work for my good. Amen. So I wanted to become what I saw on the corner. So I started carrying guns. I wanted to become what I saw on the block. So I started selling dope. I wanted to become what I saw. So I started smoking weed and drinking mad dog 2020 and old English 800 out the 40 ounce bottle. I wanted to be what I idolized and looked up to. Now watch this all in the same right. This is when gangster rap music started. So that was one of my main influences. Gangster rap, Ice Cube, N.W.A., Ice T, um, uh, Public Enemy. Public Enemy was oh, yeah. more on the positive side, yeah, but they yeah, still had different. that gangster, yeah. that that gangster swag type feeling to them. Um, and 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 so next thing you know, I'm riding down the street listening to Dope Man, Dope Man with a pocket full of rocks. <laughs> right? That's that easy, right? So, <laughs> yeah, man, listen to me, man. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so another strategy that I saw and observed in my life with my own eyes is that the devil put the worst people around me in every area. So when it came to the robbers, he put the worst robber around me. When it came to people who were shooting people, he put them around me. When it came to people who were stealing cars, he put him around me. When it came to PCP, angel dust, shine, formaldehyde, embalming fluid, he put the worst of the worst around me, the dudes who were strung out on it, and I started, smoke, I started smoking PCP. Man. I, I smoked so much of it, I was selling it and smoking it. I kept an ounce bottle of it in my sock with wow. rocks and a gun. And I smoked so much of it, they put me in the mental hospital, and they told me they don't think my mind will never come back. Mm. What about God? Glory to God. Seven days later, I was out. Amen. Three penitentiary numbers. Got caught hustling. Got caught with weed. Got caught with cocaine. Got caught under the influence driving. Got caught on superior with a with a with a wet PCP cigarette in my mouth and this cop, God was trying to use this cop to save my life and get me out the streets and I wanted to fight him because it was like every time I was in the streets kicking it and doing my thing, this same undercover detective cop kept messing with me, but God was trying to use him to get me on the right track. So I kept getting locked up over and over again. Now watch this. This is when I knew that change was coming for me, but I wasn't ready for it. Amen. And so I kept going in and out the county jail, in and out the county jail, in and out the county jail, in and out the fifth district, in and out the fifth district. And so one time I did six months on 10 seats in the county jail. And I'm like, man, I'm tired of this. I'm ready. I picked my Bible up, started going to church. Say, I'm ready to change. 
soon as I made bail and got out, that judge let me out, put the Bible down, picked my gun and my, my PCP and my rocks, and back to being a manipulator of women. And the devil's trying to make me a gangster, killer, pimp. Mm. I'm just going to tell you the honest to God. Hey! Brother, hey, it's Woo. a testimony. Woo! Look, Woo, brother, God. tell the truth, brother. You saving somebody's life. Brother, spit it out, brother. Your testimony right now is saving somebody's life. Brother, keep it 100. Come on, brother. Get that testimony. Come on with it. I don't tell it. I don't tell everybody this. Just, I, I just feel this uh, transparency tonight that the right person is going to hear this and exactly what you keep saying out of your Amen. mouth. This is going to change somebody's life. Some Have you ever noticed how God put people around you who like you or remind you of you or who have been through Amen. things similar yes. to what you've been through? Yes. He strategically put them. So I know Amen. that this conversation is going to reach somebody's ear who needs to hear it. Now, I ain't nowhere near finished. I'm going to give you a couple more stories. <laughs> Amen. Now, let's fast forward to 2003. My son was just born in the first week of December 2003. So my baby mother, she's my wife now, I told her, I said, coming out the streets, tired of it. I'm ready to settle down, thinking about getting married, and I'm ready to change. Amen. A new change was coming for me. I knew it. He kept giving me sign after sign after sign after sign, like, you can't live like this forever. You won't Amen. make it. Amen. And so what I'm about to tell you now was one of the major signs that shifted. I still didn't go all the way in yet, okay. but it shifted okay. me in the right direction. Okay. Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, 2003, I'm in East Cleveland, shooting dice, smoking weed, um, Drinking Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that was a drink. <laughs> that was a drink. <laughs> Mad Dog 2020, if you hit a beer, chase it. Yes, right, look, bro, I've been there. Yes, <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And me and my best friend, we in the crack house shooting dice. I knew he was my best friend because one night we was drunk shooting dice in his basement, and we got into it, and we threw a couple punches at each other. And we both started crying and hugging each other like, man, I love you, man. And we get, and we became closer than ever after that. That's how I knew he was my best friend. Okay. And so, and so on this particular night, we left out the crack house. We went to outside of my car. We still smoking. Now, my pager, I'm telling you how old I am when I say pager, <laughs> right? My, my pager starts blowing up. It's my baby mama, which is my wife now. Okay. Beep, beep. I got a cell phone. I wasn't, you know, balling out of control, but I had a little bit of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you, so, you got a little bit of the luxuries that come with the game. <laughs> a little bit of the luxuries. This how old it was. Picked up the mini phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Called okay. her back. She like, me and your son over here ready to go. I said, okay, I'll be there in a minute. I'm still in the car talking to my guy. Probably 20, 30 minutes go by. She... We ready to go. We ready to go. I said, okay. But in the meantime, my best friend keeps saying, I know you done with the streets. He said, but I'm about to call the dope, man. I know you got some money because you just took my money. Okay, okay. Get you a hundred block, spend a hundred dollars. Get you Double some work. Up. That's what we used to call it. Yeah. Yeah, flip it. Make you some money tonight. Walk the streets with me. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Kept, kept telling him, no, I'm changing. 
I got a son now. God Amen. bless me with a son. I'm done. Amen. So he kept asking me over and over and over. He probably asked me about five times. And so, man, I finally decided to leave. Gave him some dap. I'm like, I love you, man. I'll see you later. He got out of my car. I dropped him off at 8 o'clock. He was dead at 9 o'clock. Oh, man. man. Walking down the same street that I was being invited to walk with him on. Brother. Testament. One hour. One hour. God wow. preserved me again. Now, one thing I know, I never boast in me. Yeah, but Romans eight, Romans eight twenty eight say all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, who are the called according to His purpose. Right? Amen. So not my purpose, but His purpose His for purpose. my life. So yep. God preserved me and kept me safe and had angels on the assignment to protect me for His purpose for my life. Amen. Because, because he, he, yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. He predestined and foreordained my life. My life had been predetermined. So he knows the end from the beginning. I like to use this scenario. God is a movie producer. He wrote the <laughs> script of our life. Amen. He knows the end from the beginning. And when we get in certain trials and tribulations and storms and we begin to look at life in panic. Definitely. Never get up, never give up, brother. Your breakthrough was one prayer away. Amen, amen. Pray for me. I'll pray yes, for sir. you, my brother. God's blessings. Absolutely. I appreciate you. I appreciate the opportunity. And um, you keep doing what you're doing. You don't know how you even invite some people on here and encourage them and catapult them into their destiny as to what God has called them to do and the listeners, man, this is a life. What you have here is a life changing network. Continue Amen. to do it, man. This is your ministry. God is going to expand it. He's going to breathe on it. He's going to launch you out, man. Just stay the course. Thank you, brother. I need those encouragement, those encouraging words, brother. Amen. Yeah. That was my man, Brian OB. Man, that testimony was really touching. It lets you know that God could change anybody. Stay blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. God is good all the time. It's your boy, Change, from the podcast, Center of the Saints. I'd like to thank you for fellowshipping with me, man, on the podcast. If anybody out there want to give their testimony, your testimony is your talent. I want you to hit me up at change, C-H-Y-A-N-G-E dot Totten at gmail.com. Once again, that's change dot Totten at gmail.com. Submit your pick, your bio, your contact info, and I will be getting back with you, man, ASAP, so you can share your testimony with the world to change somebody's life. Also, my contact number is... 260-203-6655. You can hit your boy up with a text or even give me a call and I'll make sure I'll get back with you because we all have a testimony that can change somebody's life. Understand me, understand me. God is good. I want to say it once again, man. Keep supporting me 
keep lifting me up because it's real important that I spread God's word to his people. God's blessings.